0: Hello and welcome back to Community Connection, I'm Iowa City Mayor Bruce Teague. As our city works through the process to restructure our police department, finding ways to better serve victims of crime was identified as a top priority. Just this year, the city hired Ann Thompson as the department's first full-time Victim Services Coordinator. She's joining me today to discuss her new role. Thanks for being here, Ann. So happy you're here with us today. Welcome. Thank you. Yes, so I'm going to jump right in there because this is a new role with the city and wanted to learn a little bit about your background, if you can tell us a little bit about your background and your experience within social work.
1: My social work experience started at Waypoint Services in Cedar Rapids in Linn County. Um, I started volunteering there and going on hospital calls following up with women who had experienced uh, domestic violence, visiting with them, uh, validating, connecting them with any resources that I saw fit in the Lynn County area. Um, and then doing that for a while, I d- discovered that I wanted to do more. Uh, so I started working at a shelter that was connected with uh, Waypoint and with that, I worked with women there who were in shelter, uh, just validating a lot of their stories, you know, listening to what their experiences were, being there for them, as well as, you know, connecting them with services. I also then wanted to do more because I was starting to really, um, I think, find my niche and, and you know, was starting to find like a purpose. You know, so I started to facilitate support groups. I did that for three years at Waypoint with women who experienced DV. Uh, And, you know, I just found that that whole experience was um, very rewarding. I mean, it was challenging at times, but it was something that was just, I felt it was near and dear to my heart. Um, I then... I worked for Foundation Two as a mobile crisis outreach counselor for about two years. Um, And that was going out on calls, uh, responding to people who were experiencing mental health crisis, uh, and then also connecting them, doing assessments and connecting them with services within the the area, you know, that would move them forward, um, whatever that may be. And during that time... I thought I was going to go back. I was going to go to school and do an, you know, get an associate's degree, you know, and be good with it. Well, now I went from associates to bachelors and finished my master's program in social work um, because I, I just want, I just feel helping women connecting them with services, validating their stories um, is just something that, that I like doing. Um, and like I said, I've, I did a, my, un, or my first year of my internship, I did RVAP, so I worked with rape victims there. Um, and now I'm here. So that basically is my background in social work. I really,
0: yeah, no, I really appreciate hearing how diverse it has been. Uh-huh. Um, and, and one key element that I hear is ser- serving women, um, uh-huh. you know, supporting women through a lot, as well as listening. I think that's one big element of being a social worker is just listening to the stories of individuals. Now, you're on the police department as a civilian. Yes. And so you're not a sworn officer, correct?
1: No, I am not. hmm
0: So I want to know a little bit about what your uh, what will be your role as a victim services coordinator.
1: Officers, when they go out on calls, they don't always have the time to follow up with that with that victim. Uh, so therefore. I'll read through their case notes they'll either they'll send them to me and say, hey you know I followed up with this person can you can you help up or I went on a call can you help you know with following up with them what I'll do is follow up with that victim um, and again you know to your point, listen to validate uh, find out what services that they're needing and then with that, connect them with the services within the Johnson County area, whether that be sheltering, uh, you know, legal services, um, you know, schools for their kids, you know, whatever it may be, that's what I'll help them, you know, become connected with. Um, I kind of, you know, I don't, I kind of close that gap in service, I guess, between you know, the officers going out there and, you know, not having any follow-up to doing that within like 72 hours, which I like to follow up with somebody to let them know, you know, that somebody's here for them, somebody cares, and there are services out there that they can utilize to move them forward. Um, And I think just like I said, being a liaison between the law enforcement and myself is just huge because it kind of ties it all together that law enforcement was there and then they have this follow-up. Um, and like I said, just a lot of times validating their stories, um, kind of meeting them where they're at, you know, um, Finding out some some just want to talk, some want services, you know, so just being that person that is there for them and knowing that they can call back if they need.
0: So it, it, um. of course with your role as a mental health professional, well, mental health professional when you work for uh, Foundation 2.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, one of the things that I hear you're talking about is working with these victims of crime and. Um, allowing space for them to talk about their personal tragedies, right? That's a part right. of what this role is. And you even talked about connecting with resources and that type stuff. Um, I, I think the general public may not know, um, you know, how often someone you know is a victim of a crime, and also, you know, if it was just left up to the officer intervening, maybe making an arrest or taking down. A statement, you know, uh, with that victim, um, uh-huh. the trauma is still there. The experience is is still there, and so wondered if you can just talk about, you know, how how critical your role is in connecting with resources, listening, and what are some of those resources that you connect people with.
1: I, I feel that listening and validating is is key because not everybody is going to process trauma in the same way. Um, some women I've talked to, they, you know, they go through that experience and they want to, they want to have it over. They want to be done with it. And there's others that trauma can affect them a month down the road, three months, a year down the road. You just, you never know when those triggers are going to come up. So I think it's really important you know connecting those the victims with services you know so they know that there's somebody there that they can reach out to if and when you know this trauma is recreated or triggers hit or you know something happens in their life that that d- kind of brings all that back again
0: what are some um, of the agencies that you work with
1: some of the agencies that I work with, um, I work with the Domestic Violence Intervention Program with DVIP, uh, and they are a, a great resource. Uh, they can do sheltering. Uh, they can provide many different resources as far as financial. They can help with legal services, um, you know, just such a wide variety. And they their support system is always going to be there. Um, so I work with them, uh, RVAP with a Rape Victim Advocacy Program. If I follow up with sexual assault victims, uh, they're a great resource. Johnson County Attorney's Office. Uh, if they have any legal questions, um, you know I will refer them to that resource. Iowa Legal Aid. If they have any legal questions, I also connect people with. Um, Crime Victims Compensation Program, uh, which is a great program, and many people don't know about it, but it can help victims of crime recoup, um, you know, the money for, say, like, if they have to travel back and forth from out of state for a a trial, if they have lost wages, the medical cost, um, if they're a victim of crime to where they've been injured and that medical costs can help with that. Um, counseling, you know, uh, buying program, which is also, I think, very important. If a victim has their abuser arrested, uh, it's a program to where they can be notified about any movement with him, whether he's uh, transferred when he gets out. And that is at times a big comfort because they know what the status is. Um, I also work closely with NISA and Monsoon, uh, which are both culturally specific agencies in Iowa City. And since there's such a diverse population here, I think it's, it's so helpful to connect a victim from another culture. To these agencies because they are in tune with with their culture, they can help navigate them through a legal system or different processes or different questions that they have. So they're they're just such a good resource and they're very helpful. Um, and also, like with UAY, if you working with this United Action for Youth, um, if there's kids involved, I will work with them because kids often too, um, suffer a a lot of trauma.
0: So you work with, I mean, it it sounds like you've worked with not only older people or diverse populations is who you'll come in contact with, but also young people. You know, I never even thought about um, the the connections that you'll have with young people and getting them some resources. It really does sound to me like this is an opportunity for those that have experienced uh, an unfortunate event to uh-huh. actually have a, a one space to come to to get some advice on resources for one, like I've experienced this, this is what I'm going through. What services are out there if, if a person hasn't been involved with um, navigating some resources for assistance, no matter what that assistance is, it could seem overwhelming, and if Uh you don't know any, you know, sometimes people don't know, have the connections to individuals that might be able to advise them, and so, so happy that this is a part of what you do for those Uh within our community. Now that, we just talked about learning opportunities really for victims in a way, right? That is learning, liaison Uh is learning. You'll also be um, having the opportunity to train some of the police department, and I'm wondering um, what that might look like. Some of the training opportunities.
1: Well, with with this being a fairly new position, uh, it's still we're still trying to kind of navigate the waters and figure out just exactly what it's all going to entail. Um, I think training. Right now, if there's any like new resources or anything that that comes up, those that if I feel that they're beneficial for officers to, uh, you know, have with them if they're if they're out on a call, uh, they can say here's some resources. Which we do have a sheet that that lists resources on there. But if there's any that really, I feel, um, kind of i say, like if they if there's a mental health call, you know, get resources for mental health, and also with training. From my experience with with working like with mobile crisis outreach, and also with with DV victims, uh, it all intersects with with mental health. It can it, you know, it's just it can be a part of of that trauma, so knowing what to look for when you go on a call, like, you know, how how the victim is reacting, what mannerisms they're portraying, um, just different things like that, you know, sometimes can be, might be overlooked when actually sometimes they might be signs of, you know, them having some type of mental health concerns going on. So I think really Honing in on what those signs are is really important, um, you know, because there can be many. Uh, Absolutely. But like I said, right now, as far as the training, it's 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 going to involve. It's going to you know evolve, and I don't really know what that's all going to entail. Sure. So that's as far as the training. That's kind of where my thought process right now.
0: I think there's a lot of opportunity for um, just retraining some of the things that you mentioned that are on on already out there for officers. Mm-hmm. The Guy Link Center will be coming out or is yep. already open, right? It is and, out, yeah. And, and, and I believe that every now and then we need a refresher on what opportunities some of these entities have for people mm-hmm. um, because I think sometimes we get busy, you know, throughout and. We don't really realize what one agency the the wealth of resources that they have. They're, they're, you, we might be used to sending uh, people there for one or two things um, because there's kind of a, a, a highly need a high need in the uh, area, but mm-hmm. there could be other resources that they have, and I think that's where value will uh, be given to the police department as you learn um, or want to reiterate some of those. Um, opportunities for people to connect. I think it would just be great. Uh-huh. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, too, for the opportunity. I, I so appreciate it.
0: Yes. Well, we're looking forward to just the work that you're going to be doing with uh, people in our community. It's important work, and we want to make sure that we're doing what we can. To give people resources and to mm-hmm. um, allow victims to really have the support that they need during what you're right um, is a tragic time for many people.
1: Yep, and I just wanted to mention this one last thing: um, the the mission statement of the Iowa City Police Department. I think that that is a very key component in not only everybody at the ICPD, but it, with mine, with my line of work. And the last part of that, I think is very, I just, I really hone in on it because it's, the whole thing says to work in partnership with the community, enhance trust, protect encourage, and compassion and empower victims of crime through excellence in service. And I think with that said, that portrays my mission here.
0: Yes, yes, well thank you so much and we're wishing you all the best as you navigate with individuals within our community. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you too. Yes. Take care. Have an awesome and amazing rest of your day.
1: And you as well. (laughs) Thanks.
0: That's our show for today. If you would like to learn more about the recommendations on how to restructure the police department, just visit icgov.org slash preliminary plan. There you can read over the outline plan and provide feedback by taking a short survey. We'll be back again with another episode of Community Connection soon. Until then, take care, Iowa City.